Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Michelle Beadle was on with us earlier today, and she didn't balk at talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sounds like she's very, very bullish on the young Cavs. I wouldn't want to face them in the first or second round. I do think that they are dangerous, and if they get hot, which we can see them do at any given moment, then they may, they may surprise some folks. And it will be shocking, too, because I think a lot of people in the basketball world thought, well, once LeBron left, Cleveland will be now in the desert of basketball for the next couple decades. But wouldn't that be great if they weren't? <laughs> they actually were back much, much sooner than people had expected. I would love that for the city of Cleveland just because the legacy, would, it would change a bit. And I like that. I think it's been interesting. You know, we talked earlier just kind of putting how people talk about the Browns right now and how people talk about the Cavs. I think people are rooting in part. I don't want to say in totality. I think people around the NBA are rooting for the Cavs post-LeBron because they knew who the Cavs were both times without LeBron, both before in like 2002, who he, who they were before he came back, and you know the four years he was out. Like It's not that they're rooting against LeBron. It's just losing a player, a once-in-a-generation, not once-in-a-franchise, a if you're Cleveland-type player, in LeBron, it takes sometimes, like Michelle said, like like a decade to overcome losing that caliber of player. I thought that was a really interesting point by her because I do think in a weird way it's kind of made the Cavs a, a little bit like a like a Cinderella. Mm -hmm. You know, and which is weird because it's not how people usually talk about the Cavs or the Browns, where it's like the Oh, bless your heart. Oh, bless your yeah, heart. You go you go win a title. You try and win a title, little engine that could. I don't feel the same way about this. I think I think people are intrigued about the Cavs now that they have the talent to win mm -hmm. post LeBron. And I think people in a weird way are rooting for Donovan given kind of the narrative on him is is kind of used to beat him down where he was in, in like Utah. Like the Utah narrative? Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh, he's not any good in the playoffs. He's averaging 28 points per game in the playoffs, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, oh, he can't win in the playoffs. He's had several series wins. He just hasn't, like, won an NBA title. So, I mean, I think all that has people really intrigued about the Cavs. And on top of it, Michelle mentioned as well, they are an incredibly likable, fun team. I kind of think, I, like, I think if you get this team in the playoffs – I think if you get them into the second round series, I think people are going to be rooting for them against like a Boston or Milwaukee. Um, I think they're going to. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I think if they get in the postseason, they're going to be the team that's probably the most likable. Mm -hmm. That if your team's not in it, you're going to be rooting for the, whoever the Cavaliers play or for the Cavaliers against whoever they play. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like who are people going to root for? 
the Cavs or the Heat. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I think that there's 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 some hateability with the Heat because of Pat Riley, because of the re, there is some like haterade on that. But I oh, also yeah. think like I think there's some haterade around the NBA about Jimmy buckets. I, I was uh, DMing my boy uh, Ham the other day. He's one of the great Browns fans in America, might I say. And he asked me for, on their podcast, he asked me for, like, my three most overrated NBA players right now. And I I can't, I think I, I mentioned a couple guys, but one of his was Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't think he's overrated. I think he's been one of the best NBA players in the last decade. Like, for sure. And I think he's had the misfortune of playing for bad organizations. Yeah, he's with the Bulls, the Sixers, the Heat. Well, now he's the good organization. Well, Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. I forgot about the T-Wolves. Yeah. So like, he went from the Bulls to the T-Wolves. And, and every right. every time that he went somewhere, it was at a dysfunctional moment. Right? Like the Timberwolves are not a good organization. The, the Bulls post-Derek Rose have not been a good organization. But, yeah, I think if you have the Cavs versus the Heat, I think people are going to want the Cavs to win. And I also think, like, We've officially reached the point of the season where I don't know whether I'm just being overly critical of the Cavs or if I'm just protecting my own feelings. What do you mean? They've won seven straight games. Yeah, it's a, it's a great run. And I've and, well, and here's I, what they're doing, Nick. They're finally doing what they're supposed to do, which is beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And I also I want to give them credit. I think they're exhausted. And oh god, yeah. And they need a break. Well, but I I think they're beating up on teams that are just as exhausted. On top of being teams you should beat. Well, I mean, that's really you're, impressive. You're, what? you're almost 60 games into the season. I think everyone's starting to become a little bit exhausted. Yep. There's fatigue. But it's I part also, of the process. But like I've also watched the last two games. It should have never taken you coming back in the third and fourth quarter to beat the Bulls. Like I know DeMar DeRozan's a fine basketball player. They have they have NBA talent. It's, they're not a good team. You mean Andre Drummond's not a talent? Uh, I mean, he is a talented person. He's yes. had a decent game. He's pretty okay. He is who he is. He's uh, Roy Hibbert 10 years ago. <laughs> I think Roy Hibbert was better. I don't know. Andre, uh, there's no excuse. Uh, Andre could have been the next Dwight Howard. He really, Andre could have been one of the best, well, he was for a minute, one of the best double-double machines in the mm-hmm. NBA. But like uh, last night, you play with your food. So like I'm torn between you're going, you're running to the all-star break and you're exhausted and you're still getting wins. And I mean, those are two games. The way that the last two games have happened are the things that have caused them to lose games in the first half of the season. You played, you played with the food last night. What Wasn't there a loss in December or January? It was two, no, it was the end of, I think it was the end of December. You lost to just a bad team and people freaked out. So maybe the maybe the key is they they would have lost that game two months ago. But yeah, I mean, like even last night, last night it was Donovan Mitchell went to forty one points. I'm telling you, it's because we do the parlays all the time with the Cavs, and it's I swear to God, it's either Donovan has a night, yeah, or it's Garland's night. And last night Garland had like what like fourteen points or something. And honestly, that that we can probably say the same thing about the Bigs. Oh, it's Evans' night or it's Jerry. Every it, it once is. in a while they'll have two on. Both will be on the same night. The good thing is, is that you know you're going to get one or the other. That's just guessing the right one. No, I know that, but because like, I had Evan for twenty last night, and it it and then Jared Allen had like nine in the first quarter. Yeah, 
Uh, well, but remember, Evan had eight. What is it? Eight points early in the game, and then I think he ended up with fifteen. But there was like a stretch he ended up with of fifteen because that was the number. Like two quarters or one and a half quarters where he just was light on scoring, and I was screaming at the TV. Also, your Isaac Okoro one left me in the lurch as well. He got that three in the first quarter. Got me excited. I'm like, okay. It's our time. Ended up with five. Frank, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Uh, Well, like you said, starters are are scoring all the points. We're not getting much from the bench. How about this, though? No injuries listed last night. Maybe Windler can actually play and do something because Wade and those guys were over, you know, but the starters put in a lot of minutes. Thank God they're healthy and they're playing just so hard because they're playing such great defense, you know. But eventually something's going to kick. So we got to get something from our bench. And, yeah, uh, the rest, I hope, well, you know, besides Donovan, the rest of these guys get to take it easy. Let me ask you, real real quick, Frank. uh Are the last seven games because the Cavs are that good or the last seven games because they're beating teams they should beat? Um, no, I think they're very good because the whole NBA is there's so much parity, so much better in the NFL right now. I mean, there's from top to bottom, everybody's solid. You know, even Detroit with a bad record looks good, like a good team. And San Antonio's no joke. They played so hard all day, night long. Like I said, you can't give in any night in the NBA, especially with that crazy schedule. I mean, I give these guys a lot of credit, bigger staff. I take every, you know what? I'm glad they didn't make any moves. Coral, though, he really needs to do something. I mean, it's a shame. Really a shame. Otherwise, we'd be over the top big time. Frank, we appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much. 216-578-0092. How much stock are you putting in the last seven games? Because I'm not trying to dismiss it. But, like, remember after, which game? Was it the Wizards game? Where after that Wizards game, JB came out and said, you know, Ever since that Memphis game, these guys are, are sorry, leading into that Memphis game, these guys have had a different mentality. I think over the final 20 games of the year, I'm going to be watching the Cavs and trying to safeguard my own hype. And so, like, you know, last two games have been the kind of games that we've bitched about with the Cavs. They just happen to be wins. And so you had said something um, earlier today when we talked about it in the beginning of the show, and you were like, uh, who you know, nobody would have cared if they'd lost to the Spurs. Oh, I, I completely disagree. I think today, all of the hype that we have built up in the last six games, now going on seven games, I think if you had lost to the Spurs last night, I think Cavs panic would be back. Maybe not in full force. No, nah, I don't think so, man. I think people would have been really bugged. And so it leads into this game in, in Philadelphia. And... I'm really torn on how much weight to put on the game because well, it's a pretty big game. It, I, well, I mean, it's it, from a, a standings perspective, it's a huge game for you because if you can get this win and you can go into the the break, you are one game off Philadelphia. And I early think, spread on the game, Philly minus two and a half, and that's in Philadelphia. In Philly, is that? I think you, what you get three points because it's in Philly. I don't Philly? know about the NBA. Like, the, is that the same thing? I think it's different than the NBA. But, like, how much stock are you putting into the game other than winning and losing? I'm talking about, like... Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I probably won't even see much of the game because I'm going to a concert tomorrow night. Oh, that's right. Got the white buffalo. And then you and I aren't even going to talk about it on Thursday because no. your boy's going to be I'll be, be with uh, Spencer on Thursday and yeah. Friday. And then... Uh, I'm Brendan Gulick. Old on Pebble Monday. Beach Gulick. Yeah, the old, uh, the old golfer. The old golfer. The old sailor. I tell you one side. Jim Nance... And I emailed back and forth. Could 
that been nicer? You got a really good Gulick just while we're at it. We got to work on our Nicholas Cage, but you got a good Gulick. Oh, I thank you, Nicholas. I think a win would be really nice. But I just. Happy Valentine's Day to my beautiful bride to be. Uh, Don, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? How you guys doing today? Good, buddy. Doing What's well, up? bud. I, I think this Philly game actually carries a pretty decent amount of weight for a game in the middle of February. Um, the Nets are out of it now, obviously, because of their trades. So we're that, that's one less team to jump over, and maybe we wouldn't have jumped over them. And we're a game behind Philly. And how many games are we from Boston? Four and a half, correct? Uh, yes. You are four and a half. So, no, no. I mean, uh, yeah, you're four and a half games back in the east off Boston. Yeah, so, I mean, we're in striking distance, and Philly is a, you know, a potential matchup in the postseason if we were to falter a little bit, right? If we fell into that sixth seed or something. Yeah. Um, Philly's a team to beat, right? I mean, it's, it's, there's no way around it. They got two of the better players in the game. They got the best big man in the game, certainly in the east, uh, in my opinion, anyways. So, I think it carries more weight than you would think on, you know, February. What is it? The game tonight or tomorrow? It's uh, t- uh, tomorrow, so February 15th. Okay, yeah. So, February 15th, I think it carries quite a bit of weight. All right, buddy. We Thanks. appreciate you. So, we got some pigs that work here, apparently. Yeah. Um, well, not apparently. Uh, no, we, uh, we do. Yeah, I mean, we do. Uh, you're, and, you're one of them. Uh, okay, show your work. I mean, I think it's pretty apparent. No, 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 but like we in the the context of of what we do. This is a little awkward. Well, I I I just don't think you're a neat person. Okay, that's fair. But that's do it. I leave food on the counters like some well, of the piggies do? I don't do? sit there, so I don't know. I mean, you walk by it every day. I don't pay attention. All right, Spano, do I leave food over there? No, definitely. I'll our, say our, this: our area is generally um, clean when we leave. I would say that Jeff Phelps is more of a pig than you. Okay, thanks. I suppose because. I'm t- Jeff leaves stuff. We sit in the same chair, Jeff and I. Uh huh. There's something left here every day. Uh huh. And it could be his lunch from yours truly or something, like a bag. Mm-hmm. It could be napkins. It could be the sheets of paper from their show. Mm-hmm. It's something I always got. I always got to throw something away every day. I might be a slovenly human being. You are. All right. I know. That's why I said I might be. Oh, okay. it was me saying that I am. Did I cross the line? No. Let me know when I get up to the line. I'll let you know where the line is. I'll show you the line. Um, that was just... <laughs> I went like full... I went full Pesci from Goodfellas. I'll show you the line. You want to see a line? I'll show you a line. What kind of line? What and I'll go line? over it. You show me where the top is, and I'll let you know whether I'm over it or not, all right? Where the, top, where the is. top is. But we have new studio rules that we're bringing up here. Well, the morning show, they had this, like... I don't know if it was a bit. Uh-huh. It was just... Waiter... Okay, that was a what? What's it's not a Wookie. What's it's a boar? The, it's a boar. Wild boar. It sounded like what? What's the animal in uh, or the 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 thing in the the second Star Wars? Oh no, the third Star Wars. Ugh, yeah, that my, one. My head just exploded. That they almost they kill. Luke kills. I don't know. This is great radio. Anyways, the morning show. Oh yeah, that he stays yeah, warm. The, in. the morning yeah, show. Yeah. They were upset because the studio. It, it, this is not uncommon to radio. Mm-hmm. Most studios are just disgusting. Um, yeah, it's places to be germ traps, basically. God, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How how any of us survived COVID? Working in a studio? No, we survived it because we all just we, our immune systems are so strong 
from like, working in radio. It's just like, me and Keith here. It's, it's, it. it's Keith Richards, yeah. That's what I was going to go with. So anyway, the morning show had a had a little thing about the how dirty the studio has become. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, just look at all the look at all the dust in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of dust. That's dust. What does dust have to do with like you know what it's, what the email was about? We got an email. About well, this. We, so then after this, Andy decides he's going to take it upon his his uh, own due diligence and, and investigate and comes in the studio. I don't know if that wasn't the right word. It was not. It was no, not, not good. Thought. You're gifted in other ways. Okay, uh, decided to take Pop it upon one. himself. Yeah! That's what I was trying to go for. We landed the plane. Thank you. Uh, On the landing strip. And so Andy then comes in the studio, (laughs) apparently, and is vacuuming, like, during the break, and, like, trying to, you know, half-ass clean this place up a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. And then we get a a memo. Mm -hmm. A memo Mm -hmm. from Andy Roth about new station studio policies. Yeah. And it's weird that we actually have to say this, but the first line is that that the staff must clean up after themselves. It's like That's pretty wild. It, it's basically the line you'd get when you're in kindergarten and your your teacher comes in and she says uh or he says uh make sure you clean up after yourselves. Yeah. So what's crazy about this is like the worst habit I have in the studio is I will forget to take the coffee canister out. That's my big bugaboo. But like if if like the trash is overflowing, which we occasionally have. I I I walk my trash down to one of the other trash bags. It's a little embarrassing that this has to be sent out, right? And it's hundred percent. It's, it's more. Emba- I think what this encouraged- and then and then the threat, the threat of not being able to bring anything in the studio beyond water. Which, by the way, I'm fine with because I don't really bring anything in the studio besides water yeah. for the most part. I'm Congrats. not an animal like you heathens. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I I like to stick on an eating program and like to you know that happens to fall oh, the during donut. The donut, oh, too, oh, yeah. Sounds like a you problem. Oh, well, listen, we knew yourself. Likewise. By the way, in response to this... I, I, I would say I'm selfless because I don't... Oh, I don't, oh, 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 I don't bring... Oh, oh, oh. Here we go. I, I, okay. Would you Would you like... Would you like uh, me to show my work? Uh, well, I just didn't know if you wanted any nails as you climbed up on that cross. <laughs> I'm very selfless. Especially okay. when it comes to my coworkers. I don't create messes for you you animals. Ne- neither do we. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? Show your work. Well, not not you don't create messes for me. I don't know what you guys do in your space. This is like my little my little sanctuary over here. Your space, your my space. <laughs> this is my space. All right, Tom. Um, Does that guy I, really exist? Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you think is he rich? Oh yeah. That was just a stock picture. Come on now. So the I just I just love that you just assume that Spano and I are messy because you don't look at our 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 area when we leave. I mean, I've 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 rode in Spano's car before. He's worth sixty million. Sixty million? That's yeah, pretty good. Told you. Is that all? I feel like you invented MySpace. You'd be worth more than sixty million. It's more than what your boy's worth. But that's true. Um, okay, but just because his car's messy, that's his own personal that's thing. That's just my car. That's yeah. that's the only Dude, that's thing that's messy car. in my life. Seriously, that's all I know about you. It's not true. My, you know a lot of things about you. No, I do know a lot of things about you. <laughs> I but, feel, but in I terms just, of your cleanliness. Yeah, well, no, it's just my car. It's, it's just, just, man, I know you shower. That's a positive. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people in radio don't. I feel you're a little Judge just, Judy over there. Tr- like I am. Papers and stuff. I think you need to back off your judgment. No. Yeah. Yeah. Glass houses and stones and whatnot. Yeah, throw them. Yeah. I don't think you want me to throw stones. I have stones to throw. I don't really. You do? It's okay. No, I, I. How big? Um. Nah, not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I think since I've come back, I've tried to be a more evolved um, 
appropriately confrontational, but not overly confrontational. Do you confrontational. clean the coffee pots when you're done with them? Yes. You do? Yes. Well, like, most like, of the time. Like a rinse or a wash? Well, you, we don't have any washing implements, so no, what you do. have to do we is... We kitchen downstairs well, with dish soap. No, no, but over here we don't. We have Well, we have dish soap, but we don't have like scrubbers. So what they I do usually do is... So, uh, so every time you would walk those canisters to the other side and clean them because I'll, I'll say right now you're full of crap no i don't drink coffee but if i did i definitely would scrub that thing down no i don't i don't believe you 100 percent. i don't believe you at all 100 percent. you you do the the simplest things to avoid doing things like what you just said well i don't drink it keith well i would just say this uh andy and i were having a discussion this morning mm-hmm. based on this discussion and mm-hmm. i said to andy you know what I think maybe at some point we're going to come out with our rankings. Of, of the, the top- messiest shows? No, not messiest. The People. top five complainers at the station. All right. Or 10. I mean, Anthony, I think there's enough to Anthony's to number them. one. But I'm not, I'm not going to give my vote Complainers right to who and about go. what? Just to, complain. To management? People that complain. Yeah, it's Anthony. Anthony's number one, number, one. number two, number three, number four. Oh, we can so do on. rankings right Ken's now. Ken's there. Baskin's in there. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just going for the jugular now. Oh, Foxy, he's up there. Me? I'm in the bottom rankings of complainers. What do I I'm ever easy. Compl- I complain to you. Keith, is he close to the top of the list or the bottom list without not, giving I'm away not, your rankings? I'm not giving away my rankings. I, oh, wait, didn't I, you just tell me to throw I, stones? Well, this segment's going nowhere. I, I, <laughs> no, now it's getting uncomfortable, oh, uh, which for, I like. For which you? Is good radio. No, it's not uncomfortable <laughs> for me. I don't complain publicly about my issues. Okay. I tell you. And Keith. All right. And I've Spano. known Keith for 12 years. And Spano. We're a family here. <laughs> so you just called me a fat pig on air. Yeah. And now all of a sudden we're a family. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go get a donut. <laughs> hey, you're like uh, you're little- a, hey, you're a fat idiot, but hey, we're a family here. Let's not throw stones. You're my little pig brother. <laughs> Uh, Last five, I checked, there was like three more out there. We could. Uh, uh, the five and five next on ninety two three. The fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.